0: Let me check out that rig. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. And we're going to start uh, with a bit of sad news uh, today, Mojo, because Jim Brown, the greatest football player of all time, the best to ever strap on a pair of pads, has died at the age of 87 years old, Mojo. Uh, Jim's wife, Monique, made the announcement, uh, actually provided us uh, a statement. Uh, Here's what she had to say. It is with profound sadness that I announced the passing of my husband, Jim Brown. He passed away peacefully last night at our LA home. To the world, he was an activist, actor, and football star. To our family, he was a loving and wonderful husband, father, and grandfather. Our hearts are broken. now." Uh, Mojo I had spoken with Jim a, a few years back and uh, you know I, I had the opportunity I was lucky enough to speak with him over the years and even then I got the sense that he wasn't in as good of shape as uh, as he once was and uh, to just hear this news he, he was so incredible His his career was short Mojo it was nine years. Eight years he made first team all pro. He was a three time NFL MVP in nine seasons. The guy won the MVP award one out of every three years he played. And then when he stopped playing football, Oh, and by the way, he might be the greatest lacrosse player of all time at Syracuse University, where he went to uh, college. He was an All-American. And again, he's probably the greatest uh, to ever play lacrosse, too. But when he got done playing football, Mojo, he was not just a star actor in Hollywood, but he was also such an important voice in the civil rights movement. You go back to the Cleveland summit in uh, the summer of 1967. Muhammad Ali uh, did not want to go fight in the Vietnam War. And you had uh, Jim Brown, who got uh, stars together, like Lou Alcindor, who, of course, was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar later on. Bill Russell. Ali himself was there. And this guy just lived the, the most incredible life, where he did so many different things, and he did them to to the most amazing degree. You know, civil rights, we're going to be with Ali. Football, we're going to win three MVPs. Acting, I mean, all these big movies like The Dirty Dozen. I mean, just an incredible, incredible life uh, for Jim Brown, who, uh, you know, you'll never see another Jim Brown, ever, ever, ever.
1: And, you know, I think one of the key takeaways here, Babcock, is that fortunately, he passed peacefully. And, you know, yep. that, that's how we all want to go when it comes down to it. But I guess when you live the life that Jim Brown lived, my goodness, you certainly can go peacefully. He accomplished so much. You just said it all. I mean, one of yeah. the best football players, the best football yeah, player. I think so. Of all time. Lacrosse even. I mean, shoot, people forget about the movies that, that oh, Jim yeah. Brown was in. I mean, he has a ton <laughs> of acting credits, something like 60 acting credits, (laughs) I want to (laughs) say. I mean, you look at some of the roles and some of the movies he played, such powerful roles. I mean, a personal favorite for me, Any Given Sunday, he was incredible. I mean, when he spoke even though you knew it was a movie, <laughs> you listen. Again, yeah. not even talking about the things that he did on the field, just, just hearing things like that, I, that. That's what players used to watch before games to hype him up, to right. motivate him,
0: you know, goals to aspire to. Just the life he lived was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and Mojo, and you talked about him being at home and getting uh, to go peacefully. He also had an opportunity to meet with some of his closest friends over the last few days. Obviously, the family knew that this was coming you had guys like eric dickerson the, the great eric dickerson obviously a hall of famer himself marshall falk to flavor flav who had been family friends with the browns throughout the years you had his friends who got to say goodbye one last time uh, to uh, an absolute legend again uh, jim brown gone at 87 rest in peace All right, Mojo, let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, Jake Paul's spending some money, Mojo. He dropped, get this, $15.7 million on a brand new mansion in Puerto Rico. And this thing was owned by... The guy that I think's got the greatest uh, arm uh, that I've ever seen at catcher, uh, Yadier Molina. is now retired, uh, not playing baseball anymore. He made like a million all-star teams over the course of his future Hall of Fame career. So he sells the house, Mojo. And now Jake has this eight-bedroom, eight-full-bath mansion that's got everything. There's the elevator, the gym, the pool. And Mojo, this part may not come as a surprise, but... The darn house has got a batting cage, a batting cage. <laughs> Look at it. By the way, next to the game room that has a pool table and some, uh, some cool games and all that stuff. But, yes, batting cage in the house.
1: Yeah, solid gym for that house. I think the gym might be a little light in my personal opinion, <laughs> but I do very much like that game room. And I'll say it, Babcock, I mean, I think this is the best Jake Paul story we've ever covered here. <laughs> We've talked about his fights, but forget the fights. You fight to be able to buy a house like this. I mean, Jake Paul, a master marketer, knows what he's doing. I'm still not entirely sure where he even came from in the first place. He just seemed to appear on the scene and become the guy right away. No clue how, but it happened. And here we are, $15.7 million mansion. The best is ahead for Jake Paul, so... Give it a few more years, we're going to talk about him selling this house and buying the $50 million house probably. (laughs) But still, awesome place. Looks like you could throw a heck of a party there. Maybe after his first MMA fight, we'll do something out there. Hey, let's do it. Call
0: us, Jake. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, the fallout from the Ja Morant saga continues and we are going to be joined by a former NBA star who also back in 2010 got in trouble for having a gun. Yes, it's Gilbert Arenas. Uh, Gilbert suspended 50 games. Uh, He's going to give advice to Ja Morant. Where does Ja go from here? Agent Zero next on TMZ Sports. and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, everybody's still talking about Ja Morant. And I got to be honest, when we posted this story over the weekend, one of the first guys that I thought of was former NBA star Gilbert Arenas. Now, a lot of people probably uh, just like me thought of Gilbert because back in 2010, Gilbert, who was a superstar in the NBA and was with the Washington Wizards, remember he was suspended indefinitely by then current NBA commissioner David Stern. Because he got caught with a gun in the locker room. So, a little bit different, Mojo, than the uh, Jamal Moran situation, but still talking about an NBA star who had a gun. Suspended indefinitely, it ended up being a 50 game suspension. There are 82 games in an NBA regular season, so it was more than half of a season. So, a very stiff penalty uh, that uh, Gilbert Arenas faced. Well, Mojo, we sat down and had a conversation with Gilbert Arenas yesterday afternoon. And we asked him straight up, Hey, what's the advice as somebody who has been through a similar situation? What do you say? Agent zero to John Morant. Here's the former NBA superstar.
2: What do you want? What, what do you want your, your legacy to, to, to be, what your kids are going to Google one day. Um, like you know, I, I did ninety nine things right. I did one thing wrong. Everybody remembers the one thing, right? So, do you want your legacy? No matter how many champions you 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 win, how many scoring titles you win, they're gonna remember this moment in time. So you have to do a lot of scrubbing, just to scrub the first part of the behavior, right? So you know, if that's what you're willing to do, then let's do it. Move like you're trying to be the president. Move like you, you're you following LeBron's footsteps, right, in, in those guys. Um, protect your assets, protect your name, protect your future, right? You know, you, you shouldn't be, you know, especially in this time of sports, you can hire anyone. You can hire a driver. You can hire security team if you think your your life is. You can have parties at your own house where everything is controlled. You don't have to actually go step into a club in this in this in this time with the, the resources you have. So, you know, start understanding what resources you have and start using them, you know, to protect yourself.
1: Well, yeah, man, you said it. Okay. Out of anyone on the planet that can really relate to to what Jaws going through, I mean, I think you guys found the right person yeah. here. Gilbert Arenas, very similar situation. I mean, I'm from DC originally. I remember when this situation went down and the whole community back home was just so let down and upset by this losing the best player probably in franchise history for that long. I mean, that dooms an entire season. Uh, You know, everything that everyone has riding on that season now up in flames because of one bad decision. By one person so he can relate to what Jaws going through yeah. right now. And, you know, maybe that's the way to reach a guy like Jaws. that one comment that Gilbert made, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah, you're great on the court. You can do all these things. But how are people going to remember you? They're going to remember you for that one mistake. And when it keeps happening, that is the storyline. That is the takeaway. Great player wasn't that smart off the the court. You know, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be a statistic. And when you hear it from somebody that went through it, Especially someone that dominated the league, you know, as much or even more than you yeah. did. It hits close to home. So these are the people uh, that people close to John ja need to be surrounding him with for the message to sink in. I mean, he brings up a lot of good points. You know, you can party at home. You have all these resources available to you That, that That's helpful. But at the end of the day, you got to get Jaw's mind right and and make
0: him believe that he has a problem to, to fix this and move on. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike and Mojo. Mojo, if you're an incoming rookie quarterback, I don't know if there's anybody in the world that should rather sit down with than the GOAT himself. Tom Brady and for uh, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis, the top four quarterbacks, the guys who were all just drafted. Uh, That's exactly what they got the opportunity to do, Mojo, Uh, courtesy of billionaire Michael Rubin. Uh, Michael Rubin is the guy uh, who uh, Tom Brady has his arm around. There he is, Michael Rubin. He's the guy who is not Tom Brady. At his house, his mansion in Los Angeles, Mojo, he uh, got together the four quarterbacks. And again, Bryce Young was was the first pick. C.J. Stroud was the second pick. Anthony was the fourth pick. And and we know that Will Levis, who many people thought was going to go at the top of the draft, he ended up falling but you have four incredible football players mojo and you had not just tom brady but you also had one of the biggest rappers not even that one of the biggest icons in all of music uh travis scott who was there as well so travis scott michael rubin and the great tom brady giving some wisdom to the young football players watch this when Trav, something goes wrong with Trav, or what mike with his company right with me like the only thing you do is work harder, man. Mm-hmm. The only thing you do is work harder. Like defeats can't make you work less hard. I think that's the point. Like just f- the fan. You got to change the energy. You got to you gotta put more into it, never less into it.
1: Surrounding yourself with a core team and have somebody that's next to you, making sure that you're re- being the best person, that you can be in your main field, who can make sure that you're up every day, going to the gym, got your bag. That's the key person to make sure that you're
0: maintained every day to day to day life is like straight. Every day you're gonna wake up and just try to keep attacking it, you know? Like Michael says, keep learning. Be curious, be humble, and work hard.
1: Never meet your heroes, Babcock, because they will only let you down. Unless you're Tom (laughs) Brady, buddy. These young quarterbacks are in an absolutely unbelievable position. Look, there's so many players that played the game that were, you know, pro bowlers, maybe even hall of famers, but not even those guys always resonate with upcoming quarterbacks that were first round picks that the world tells them they're gonna even be better than these guys that went on to become Hall of Famers. But when you assemble a crew like this, you can't not listen to them. I mean, these guys' words carry major weight. And at at first glance, it kinda does look like an unusual cast here. We got Michael Rubin, (laughs) Travis Scott, Tom Brady. It's like, who booked these three together? You think you'd want to put three football players together uh, to talk to upcoming football players in the league. But you know what? I actually like this trio right here because we're talking about three guys that are on top of their respective industries. We don't need to talk about Brady. We all know all about Brady, Travis Scott, on top of the music game. I mean, who sells concert tickets? Who sells records right. like Travis Scott does? Right, also sne- sneakers,
0: shoes, all that stuff. This guy, anything Travis Scott puts his name on, people are buying.
1: And then you, you take it to Michael Rubin. Who do you want to be after you're done playing now? Yeah. You want to be a guy that owns some stuff, that owns the teams that you're playing for, these brands that have uh, made you a partner over the years through your playing career. I mean, these are three guys who just have a wealth of knowledge and wildly different aspects, but do have an association to each other. Now you get to parlay them all together to learn from them at the same time and and hear them interact with each other. My goodness sell a ticket to to that panel. That that goes for big money. That's a big ticket item.
0: Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike and Mojo. Mojo, getting back in that wrestling ring and you're doing it with one of your closest friends, aren't you?
1: That's right, buddy. I told you I'm getting the itch to get back out there and do a match again this year, and that certainly is coming, so... I was going to get back in, there was only one person to turn to, and that is the number wow. one women's professional wrestler on the planet, fresh off of her trip to Japan, which I was lucky enough to join her on, Mercedes <laughs> Monet, and it started out really good and ended very bad. Take a look. Mercedes Monet. Hey. Mercedes, how are we doing?
3: I'm doing good. I'm feeling good, getting ready for the Sunday Kicking ass, sweating up this mat. um, and doing it like the CEO that I am, you know. Every single day I've been working my butt off to make sure that I am the first ever New Japan Strong Women's Champion.
1: Yes, well, you've definitely been putting me through the ringer today. I am on my third shirt today. That wet spot is from me. Yes. So, uh, this Sunday, like you said, a big one. We're not looking at just one match. We're looking at possibly matches. two. Matches,
3: matches, possibly two matches, which is definitely going to be two matches. Um, my first match of the night is against Stephanie Valker from CMLL. She's from Chile. I don't know much about her, but I've been studying her from YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and uh, the girl got game, but she is not Mercedes Monet.
1: So assuming we advance past that round, which we obviously feel very good about, who would be waiting for you in the finals? I don't
3: know. I mean, it could be my translator from Stardom, Momo, or it could be Willow Nightingale. And if it is Willow, then I'm ready to give her a pillow and make her go to sleep.
1: So hold on. Your translator from your time in Japan, Mm -hmm. which I was very fortunate enough to, to be out there with you, supporting you, your translator is in the tournament. Yes. Would that be challenging if you ended up having a match with her? I mean, how much did she help you while you are in Japan? You
3: know, Momo helped me a bunch. She she picked me up from the train station. She helped me translate every little thing that I needed to know. And the stardom ring with the stardom girls. Um, so to beat her up would be so sad and, and so heartbreaking. But you know, there's a price to pay when you mess with Mercedes Monet. And uh, Momo, she didn't translate everything I wanted her to, to, <laughs> to Mayu. So you know what? Again, there's a price to pay. So, Momo, if it's me against you in the main event of New Japan Resurgence, then you can bank that I'm about to win.
1: So let's talk about Japan for a little bit. You were out there for about four or five weeks ahead of your match. We got to spend a week after exploring the countryside. Just, Just talk about that experience a little bit, what your run with New Japan Pro Wrestling has meant. Uh, you were a free agent for a little bit. You signed with New Japan. You won their title right away. And now, this weekend, you have a chance to win another title yeah. for them. I mean, you're rocking and rolling over here.
3: I really am. This is, has been, like, um, truly, truly one of the best parts of my, my chapter and my journey in, in professional wrestling. Going to Japan, that was one of my biggest dreams since I was 13 years old. Meeting my heroes, having a night out with Manami nami Toyota, Toyota and Aja Kong, like, that's something that I'm going to cherish forever, because I remember seeing them at the table and just bawling my eyes out. Um, getting to perform um, at, at the Yokohama Arena against uh, Mayu, one of the icons of stardom. It's just been such an unbelievable experience, not just in the ring, outside of the ring, too. We went to Kyoto. We went to Osaka. We tried all different types of food, all different types of cultures. and. Um, It's just been such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful journey, and I'm just so excited for more. So once I win that New Japan Strong Women's Championship, just don't expect it to be defended here in the United States. I I plan to take that global.
1: So, yes, uh, assuming you win this title, which I think we all can bank on that one. You see what I did there? What's next? What comes next? I mean, you got Star Wars The Mandalorian. You've been doing some acting. You're in acting classes. You're training in-ring every week. Uh, traveling the world, I mean, you're doing it all. What can we expect next? Uh,
3: there's so much. I-, I need, like, a personal assistant because, like, every day, I'm just like, what is on my plate, what's on my calendar? There's so much next, but it's one day at a time. This Sunday is what's next for me. Winning that championship is what's next to me. And then I'm ready to take that to a whole new country. I'm ready to go on vacation. I'm ready to have a match and go lay on the beach. So what do you think? You ready to go to Mexico? You want to go uh, to Jamaica? Where should we take this championship, baby? I mean,
1: Mexico sounds pretty good. We got Samurai del Sol filming hey. for us, our, our luchador. He can coach me up. We got a ring here, so I guess time will tell. Yeah. But for now, I guess let's get back to work. We got a big match this let's weekend. Stand, let's baby. do it, baby.
3: End
2: the show. So 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 uh, uh, Cut it, the show. Cut this out! I don't know what
0: the time you <laughs> about! That's <laughs> what I'm talking about! I'm a lawyer!